You're listening to the Discovery Hour, a VIC original podcast brought to you in Ithaca, New York. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Discovery Hour podcast. I'm joined with my fellow co-host Sam, although he's not in person. I cannot yeah. touch him and feel his soft skin. He's not here. Um, we're not in our good old studio, so we apologize if mic quality or anything like that's different. We're still getting yeah. used to it. Hope there's no uncomfortable breathing or anything yeah. weird because we're recording this on Discord, which is <laughs> kind of <laughs> weird. You know, it's a bit. But... It's a lot different, but. Um, Maybe we're gonna make this work. We're gonna. We don't have our this. usual chemistry. That's that's why we can't look each other yeah. in the eye. We can't feel each other's breath on each other's skin. Exactly. It's it's very different, but the 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 feeling is still there. But that's it's not all bad because we have a little more freedom in how we yeah. get to record our show. Definitely, this is kind of how we originally intended on recording it. So instead of giving you guys homework for the next week what we're going to start doing from now on for at least this phase of the show is that we're gonna bring up the album that we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about the cover art the track list what we know about the artist very quickly and then we're actually going to pause our recording listen to the album together for the first time and then start recording again and get back to you guys and when we do pause you guys have the time to go and listen to the album at your own leisure and then come back to us. Yeah, sound, it's part of the experience. That's exactly. how we always intended it to be. Exactly. And maybe it, we'd it even might not sound as good, but it'll, it'll be a better experience. Yes, definitely. So right. first, though, what do we already know about our man this week and we should introduce him yeah we definitely should especially because we tweeted at him that we would be doing this and <laughs> he liked the tweet so mm-hmm. he's here's a real hoping cool guy. here's hoping he's listening right now <laughs> <laughs> all right so sam uh, i think you know this artist a bit better than i do so if you want to go ahead and introduce him so this week we're going to be listening to some Javon. Javon, I learned about Javon through my, well, one of my favorite artists, Zach Villery, which I just learned kind of recently. Villery. I thought it was Villery for the longest time. I still do it because it's comfortable. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Javon has been featured on a couple of Zach's songs. And like every time he came on, I was like, whoa, like this guy's crazy. Like this is really good. But I never thought to look into him as a solo artist, but it turns out he's very active and he's very, very, very talented, cool. very multi-talented guy, multi-talented. His cover art, his music videos are all in a very animated style and he draws and animates all of them. He produces he his own songs, writes his own songs. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy what he does. All that this man can do. And he's not only not only does he do all that, but he's also a father. He supports his family, and he tweets about it every day. And that's what we love to exactly. see. Exactly, it's wonderful. To so, me, 
he's more of like a friend than anything else. <laughs> when I think of Javon, yeah. I think like that's my boy. This and is maybe I'm not allowed to think that, but we know him. Know. This review is biased. It is kind of biased. Like no matter what <laughs> I think about the album, I just like it's listening to my friend's music. That's kind of what it feels like yeah, to me. That's definitely how it feels. It's a very good feeling. I've listened to some of his past projects. Very interesting. Had a project with uh, Lido on production and also on some vocals, and I think it's a really, really cool joint project. Um, and yeah, today we're going to be talking about Thunderboy, which Thunderboy. is his recent LP. 13 songs, 29 minutes long, so not a lot of length per track, but probably a lot of content packed into each one, especially considering the stellar cover art, which is just... yeah so pretty yeah it's amazing it's it's definitely his style it's very eye eye grabbing it's very epic a lot of really nice colors shading it's really something to marvel at yeah and some of his music that i enjoy the most is because he tweeted it alongside like some animation like that he did and it just elevates the music so much. So I want to keep this cover art, this feel yeah. in mind when we're listening. Because I Definitely. think that's really what he wants. It's not just one thing for him. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Maybe okay. there'd be a purpose if we were in the studio, but Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Would sound a lot more like ASMR. Exactly. All right. So um, I'm expecting something pretty ambitious, which I think is to be expected from an artist like Javon. Mm. Um, I think one thing that I am curious about is that I'm sorry, I didn't go into this album 100% without listening to it because Yumi's Shoes, which is oh, the yeah. last song, was a single, and I heard that. So I'm curious to know how this finale will play out in the context of an album yeah definitely and it's it's his biggest project so far i think like he's had other albums but they're a bit shorter even than this yeah. and uh yeah then this is a big moment for him this could be a defining thing and i want to see how his style that i've heard in zach's songs or like in clips of songs i've heard from javon how that comes together here it's exciting yeah. All right. I, so without further ado, I think we're ready to get into it. So listeners who are listening to this right now, feel free to pause the podcast and listen to the album right now in a few days, whenever you have time, and then come back to us and we'll talk about it a little bit. Just, just the three of us. Or if you're listening to this in a group, just, I don't know, the six of us or something. All of us. All of us. The collective. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Listen fresh to off the album. album. Fresh off it. Yes. And 
All right, uh, Sam, do you want to start off with some thoughts? Yeah, sure. I'll start. So first, I want to say I was definitely not disappointed, which is something that I thought that I was going to say kind of close to the beginning. But I changed my mind because there was something about this album that really, really stuck out to me in every song. Every song, there was something where I was like, this is awesome. This is something I want to get behind. Yeah. And I just feel like that kind of stuff wasn't explored as much. It was kind of muddled throughout the album. And like, mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about why, but that's my impression of it is that it's like a I collection can... of really good ideas that yeah. kind of seem to lose themselves. I can definitely agree with you on that. Um, I hesitate to say that I'm disappointed by this project, but I guess I kind of am. Um, and part of the reason is just, I don't know that many Javon songs, but like the songs that I do know absolutely slap and I absolutely adore them. And they stand out to me very strongly in my mind, you know? And a lot of the songs on this project kind of fail at doing that. They kind of fail at standing out, I guess. But you're very much right in what you said. I think every single one of these songs has a lot of potential and has some kind of idea fueling it that's really cool and really interesting yeah but it's just never fully realized or fully developed you know At least so in the left- way that would make us like personally enjoy it more like i don't know exactly yeah. what Javon was going for in some of these songs but there definitely is like a certain aspect to them that's appealing and in a way like that earl sweatshirts um shoot what was the name of that album uh some rap songs some rap songs yeah that's why i don't yeah. remember it's just some rap songs i feel <laughs> like hmm, it's interesting that you bring up that album because uh some rap songs by earl sweatshirt the cover art is very minimal it's very simple it's literally just a screenshot from a video that a friend took of him Right, yeah. so it's very simple. Don't really know what you're getting into. I think one of my problems with this project is just that the cover art and the title are both so epic and like larger mm-hmm. than life and gorgeous. I'm thinking we're about to embark on this crazy journey, you know, that's yeah. like really sonically amazing and interesting. And it's not that it's not good. It's a good project. It's a really good project. You know, a lot of the instrumentals here derive a lot from like jazz and stuff like that and from older instrumentals. And I think that those instrumentals and how Javon flows on them is really, really, really good. You know, I think that's awesome, but it, it's a bit worn out. It's a bit repeated and it's not bringing that many new things to the table. Well, I think. The difference is you came in expecting that. I came in expecting something close to that too. But it's really yeah. like a lo-fi album where he just kind of... Yeah, definitely. It's, it feels like his style, like his flow, and mixed with his production even are just kind of... He's attempting to reach this kind of flow like in the music where it's kind yeah. of the way that I thought about it was like, as if he's like a ninja or like someone who knows like karate or something. And he's like, it's, 
it's very complicated and and scattered, but it all kind of flows together. And there are definitely yeah. songs like Yumi's Shoes where that does happen and like you reach that moment. But sometimes I feel like it just gets a little too scattered and it's like you don't yeah. end up with that end feeling like with lo-fi where you're like you get this flow and you can just kind of like sit into it. Yeah, it ends definitely. up being a little too uh, muddled. I feel like this is definitely very lo-fi, I guess. And I guess that's kind of my problem oh, with it. Yeah. That That's not very much what I was expecting. But I think after a certain point in the album where I kind of accepted it, I'm like, okay, this is what the whole project's about. Yeah. But it, it, it even in then, it feels like, I don't know, like there could have been more. Yumi's Shoes, like you said, you were just talking about it. It To me, it still feels like one of the best songs on the album. It's short. It's sweet. The instrumental's fantastic. The lyrical subject is great. Mm-hmm. The flow is fantastic. But it's like, you get that, and then it's it's over. <laughs> it's yeah. over. You get one of the best songs, and it's done. It feels like it's constantly building up to something that it never really gets to realize, you know? Yeah. Well, I think um, one of the reasons that Yumi Shoes was the best is because it doesn't use too much of this echo effect that he's using on his on his yeah. voice. Like this echo effect really contributes to the feeling of a flow a lot of the time. Like it's like he's weaving in and out of verses and beat, and it, it creates a really cool effect that I see. I see why he uses it, but yeah. sometimes like um, what song was it? I wrote it down here. Uh, it was one of the shorter ones, like one for Kendrick, I think it was. Yeah. It just kind of, it was too much. It and was it overbearing sometimes. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. But in Yumi's Shoes, you're absolutely right. It's used to taste, you know. It's yeah. used not to a very bothersome extent. And I guess something that disappointed me is that uh, Yvonne sometimes uses like more electronic production. And I'm a big fan of when he does that. He uses really good synths and stuff like that. And the track where he kind of started using that a bit more was the fourth track, Pink Beanie, but because of the delivery and the subject and just how the instrumental goes about, it ends up being one of the most boring songs on the album. And it definitely overstays its welcome. And it's the longest song on the entire project. It's three minutes and 21 yeah, seconds. Yeah, wow. But yeah, and it's weird because... Pink Beanie is a follow-up to Baby Mama, and Baby Mama is such an interesting track that has, like, two different beat switches during mm-hmm. it, and it goes absolutely crazy. It feels like the beginning of someone's concert where they play, like, a medley of a few songs, yeah. and then they get into it. So it's definitely a structured in a weird way, I suppose. Yeah, that first three songs uh, of the album, I think, were a lot stronger than some of the shorter cuts at the end. Yeah. Like they definitely felt like they had a base and though he still like incorporated some of his like jumpy kind of all over the place ideas, they had like a firm basis to work off of and yeah. the lyricism was there and his flow was there. Um, Those were like really good songs in the beginning and they got me in a different mood than the rest of the album delivers on, you know? Yeah, definitely. The first three kind of have you relaxed but they also have you thinking and then especially track three gets you kind of like more hyped i guess you know because it's going all these different places so quickly and then pink beanie kind of i I understand when an album 
makes you want to slow down, but usually it progresses into that. Pink beanie is like pressing the brakes on a car that's going 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. It just Especially comes to a grinding long. halt. Yeah, but, and that's usually like, I think later in the album, that song would have fit uh, a lot better. Definitely. Because then later in the album, you kind of get this full stop, and then it starts to get slow, and then it gets good once you get used to that slowness again. Yeah. And yeah, I think that something that Yvonne does really well is that he flows really well and writes really good lyrics and makes really good beats Mm. when they're shorter. I feel like in the longer cuts of this project are where I got the most kind of um iffy on it baby mom is one of the longest cuts but it feels like three cuts in one you know yeah it's very it switches it up a lot and i I would agree with what you're saying there except for cnn i really liked cnn yeah Um, cnn was definitely very good mainly because of the lyrics like but again there was nothing like the lyrics are nothing in javon's case i feel like without the beat to support them like obviously he writes poetry but his flow is very much like intertwined with the beat and CNN. I feel like everything fell into place in terms of propping up those lyrics where they deserve to be. And, Definitely. you know, I was kind of still thinking about the last song cause I had Zach Villery on it, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. That was a cool surprise to see Zach on this album. But, um, but the yes, way that Zach was used, you know, as someone who is now a big fan of Zach, thanks to you, obviously. Mm-hmm. It, it it felt a bit disappointing the way that Zach was used. He was EQ the whole track was EQ'd and mastered in a weird way where it felt very floaty and kind of empty in a way. And Zach's voice just didn't really seem to fit the instrumental and it wasn't auto-tuned the way that it usually is. So it was a bit off, I guess. Yeah, something felt lackluster about his voice and i I don't think it was his performance i think it was usually his voice is utilized in a certain way and javon used it in a way that's not usually used so maybe to someone who hadn't heard a lot of zach like they enjoyed that more but to us it kind of felt a little yeah like we know what zach's voice is capable of yeah it might grow on me i guess that's something that i i left feeling with this project is that has a lot of good very like i guess sort of um you know older era kanye kind of beats i think yeah yeah and that's really cool i guess i just came into this with very different expectations from it so i'm from what it actually was so i was kind of disappointed but i think if i leave some time for it to grow on me i might enjoy this a lot more yeah definitely uh especially the ones like CNN and those yeah. first three songs where it's like, there's a lot to get into lyrically and it yeah. gives you more time to sit with it. Some of the I'll probably come back to this project for songs like that, because while we were listening, I'm going to be honest, there were times where I just completely faded out from what we were listening. It was just kind of like background music. And I think that's not a huge issue because he is making lo-fi beats. Yeah. Like, especially one of the later ones, I forget exactly which it was, and it's too hard to look through my notes because I scribbled a lot. <laughs> but it was, like, straight lo-fi, very much, like, this is something, like, chill lo-fi beats to study to. You put that on in the background. And 
I don't think that's something that he's trying to avoid, you know, like yeah. that definitely is an influence on his music a lot. Yeah. One thing that I did enjoy, but I wish had been just a bit more present. I know we might be running a bit over right now, but I just really wanted to bring this up is that the cover art. And like I said, a lot, some of his past songs are very much like electronic inspired and the cover art with its colors, you know, just the bright pink and the bright, orange and bright green all those colors and stuff really led me to think that more instrumentals would be influenced by that style than it actually were and i guess i was a bit disappointed at the lack of it a little bit but also at how it was used so cherry village mm. had a fantastic like little bubbly synth and this really nice pad and stuff going on and then I'm just like waiting for it to turn into a beat and then it becomes more of an interlude and then it becomes a beat, but then nothing happens during it. Javon doesn't sing or rap or do anything like that over it. So I'm just kind of there like, this is a really good idea and a really solid concept, but I just wish more had been done with it. Yeah. And I get that feeling, but listening like on my daughter needs me, the song right before cherry village, I was thinking like, he kind of needs to let his beats and his production sit a little more because I feel yeah. like his his flow is very good, but he definitely has his flow and that will affect the way that he produces. Um, and so when he just lets it sit without him rapping over it, I think that he might develop on those good ideas that he has a little more. And Cherry Village definitely did that. And I was kind of refreshed yeah. to see like an instrumental there and for him to just explore his production because it's really interesting and it's something very different than what I've heard before. I think there, it would be nice, I guess, if there were a balance between the two things that we're talking yeah. about. So I think it would be really good if there were more instrumental related stuff, but also balanced out well with some more substantial uh, songs, you know, with yeah. like lyrics and really crazy production and stuff like that. And by the way, I don't think that we're going over. I think that it's only been 10 minutes since we invited Craig back. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So Wait, it's have... been 10 minutes? No, it's been 15 now. Okay. All right. So we're not, yeah. I think we can, I think we should wrap up our thoughts and say our goodbyes, I suppose. Yeah, I guess that, that works. So overall, in my opinion, I think that. This is a pretty solid project from Javon. I don't think it's anything too crazy or outside anything he's done before. And I guess that's something that I was personally excited to see him do, was to see him try some crazier stuff. And at certain points on this project, he definitely shows a lot of potential and a lot of ideas, but they feel a bit underdeveloped. And maybe that's okay. Like Sam said, you know, if he's not avoiding making lo-fi, if he's not avoiding any certain style, then, you know, more power to artists that just want to do what they do and keep doing it for however long they want to do it for. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with that. Just not what I was expecting, but I can definitely see this project growing on me and making its appearances in several playlists throughout you know the foreseeable future yes definitely and i feel sort of similar but i feel like even if 
some of these ideas, I feel like, in my opinion, were kind of underdeveloped. That moving forward, I'm excited more than disappointed by this album because yeah, the ideas themselves are so like exciting to hear. Like there are moments on this album where it's like that's crazy, like that's really good. Like the baseline on yeah. "My Daughter Needs Me," I think it was, uh, just like blew my mind and. All Seeing of Javon go forward. Yeah, all, all of, of Baby Village. Mama crazy. Exactly. Just wanting to see him keep moving forward with those ideas and where they're where they will go is really, really exciting. Like even if some of the songs didn't hit quite as well as I thought they would on this album, I still see Javon in there as like a really unique special artist that we should definitely yeah. be cherishing. And I think that especially because I think nowadays we're used to see artists come out of the gate full swing because, you know, they work on their craft, but they get signed and stuff like that. So it becomes Mm -hmm. a lot easier for them to make something crazy good. Javon has a job, you know. He has a (laughs) job. He's raising a kid. He's never signed to shit. He's doing all of this by himself on his own merit and i think that he's gonna grow a lot as an artist before we see him go away and i'm really excited for that i just think we need to be a bit more patient you know yeah my bad the baseline i was talking about was not my daughter needs me it was on cnn which i think thinking about it now it's probably one of my favorites it's it's fantastic the thematic he mentions casey frey famous viner casey frey (laughs) you know casey frey leo Yes, of course I do, Sam. Casey Frey. Check out Casey Frey if you haven't. He's hilarious. Yeah. And that's just like, you know, Javon feels like one of one of my friends. We like the same Viners. Yeah, we like the same Viners. We like the same anime. Yeah. Javon, if you ever want to hop on the podcast, just just tweet us or something. We'll, mm-hmm. We're ready to have you. We can talk about any album you want. All right? That's our promise. Promise. All right. All right. Well, the comeback episode. Yep. The comeback episode, the one where they got back together, but through Discord. Not really. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next time we'll be a little more comfortable with this medium. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed it, though. We hope that y'all get used to the new format. We're really excited to move forward with it. And yeah, we hope that we're able to get better at this next episode. (laughs) We love you. More than yeah. anything in the world. We we do. Hello, we do much much love everybody. Y'all are great. Alright. Alright. Cool, cool. So we'll we don't know what we're doing next week, but you'll find yeah. out when we find exactly. out. Exactly. We'll decide next week during the episode. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Right. Look forward to that. I know I will. Yep. Alright. Goodbye All right. everybody. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by VIC Radio in Ithaca, New York.